We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Big news. The Almanac is officially back. The most exhaustive and comprehensive guide to the 2023-24 college basketball season is available for pre-order now. If you go to cbbalmanac.com, link is in the description below, you can pre-order for just $15.99 or 20% off the sticker price. The format is going to be a little bit different this season. Instead of an 850-page PDF, you'll be getting access to the full site with league-by-league PDFs available for download. The preview will be live on September 20th, so you have until then to be able to get your pre-orders in. So for insight for all 362 Division I teams from their head coaches and the experts that cover them, make sure you hit that link. Welcome back to another episode of the Field of 68's Offseason Grades, and today we are going to be talking about the Memphis Tigers. My name is Rob Doster, and I have with me the guy that you need to know about Memphis basketball, John Martin. John, what's going on, man? I hope you're well. We got a lot to talk about with this Memphis team because there is a lot going on with this Memphis roster. Let's start yes. first and foremost with the turnover. You lose Kendrick Davis. You lose Alex Lomax. You lose Elijah McCadden. You lose Keontae Kennedy. You lose Malcolm Dandridge. You lose basically everybody except for one of Penny's kids uh, and potentially DeAndre Williams. We'll get into that in a second. Um, but you you rebuilt this roster. You got a ton of new faces. I, I'm going to start with the transfers because I think those are the biggest names. Javon Quinterly, Caleb Mills, Bucky Gitter from Florida State, David Jones, Bucky Gitter from DePaul and St. John's, Jordan Brown, one of the best big guys transferring up in the portal, and then a late addition, Jaquan Walton, who they kind of poached from UCF in a move that I didn't necessarily see coming, but uh, yep. nice freshman class, about 10 new faces coming in. Um Let's just start with this, man. What do you make of this roster turnover? What do you make of Penny completely rebuilding this Memphis Tigers basketball team? I mean, it's a lot, man. And there were there were moments, you know, in this cycle where you looked up and you were pretty concerned about, you know, just the trajectory of this class. I mean, so many of those guys that you mentioned, Quinterly, David Jones, Jordan Brown, Jaquan Walton. These guys were added after the transfer portal window for undergraduates closed. Now these all these guys happen to be all uh, graduate transfers, right? But that's that's a lot of production to add in June, July, you know, August even. Um, and is that sustainable? Is that something that you could like 
think you're going to do every single year. You know, I, I Penny's always been good at adding things late, adding pieces late. He did it with Amani and Jalen Duran, you know, uh, two years ago. He added them in August and got them to reclassify. It just seems like a tough way to live. If you ask me, you know, because I would like to know who I have, you know, I can I can I can plan. And like by the time, you know, that those summer sessions roll around, I got my guys in here, you know, um, Penny can do it. And he did it. Uh, but it just feels like a miracle. You know what I mean? Like you just you don't see teams around the country add that much production. Like we're not talking about one guy. OK, like one missing piece. You're talking he about your roster. Pieces. Like yes. your starting point guard, yes. your starting wing, like yes, four starters. Injury. Yes, yeah. You I mean, don't know if crazy. they're going to be there. Like <laughs> you don't know where they are in July. It, it's, yeah, and then by the wild. way, we don't know yet on DeAndre Williams. So that would be like a fifth starter added in September. Right, so let's, or August, let's talk about that. Comes. Let's talk about that real quick because we are recording this on August 9th. So keep that context in mind. Um, DeAndre Williams is uh, heading into his 27th year of college basketball. He's 37 yep. years old right now. Um, yes. <laughs> but there is a waiver because he's basically only played four years of actual basketball and you get a COVID year, right? So mm. um, just kind of talk through a little bit what that process is as of right now. Again, we're, we we may have an answer when this thing comes out. We may yeah. not. We probably won't because I th- figure this is going to be one of those things that runs until the start of the season. That's the way that it works with all this shit uh, with the NCAA. But um, just kind of what one do you think that he has a real chance of getting this waiver? And two, what does he well, like? What will that bring if he is able yeah. to play for Memphis this year? Yes, I do think he has a good chance, and they think he has a good chance of getting that waiver because, uh, you know, the one thing I will give them is that ever since he enrolled at Memphis in 2020, they have sort of they have been public about his, um, you know, his journey and he, the way he was misled at uh, at going into Evansville academically by people that he trusted. Um, And so I think because they have been very consistent with that, it's not something that they're just sort of making up ham fisted on the fly. I tend to think, and, and Deandre's attorney tends to think that that will resonate and, uh, and will result in the NCAA granting him that waiver. Now we just saw a case yesterday and, and, and the name is blank. And I think it was a football player, maybe at a, at a power five school, maybe it was Florida state, where he had North Carolina issue. wide receiver oh, yeah. Tez, um, yeah, blanking on his last name, but but yeah, it's the it, point is it's like that. It seems like he had a good case, medical things, and with the family and stuff like that. And the NCAA said no, you know. So I mean, and that was a transfer, so it was a it's a little different, but it's not the rubber stamp always that mm-hmm. you hope it is with the NCAA. So even though I and the attorney feel good about it. Nobody knows until the NCAA weighs in. That said, it feels like he has a good case. In terms of what he brings, I think he is the difference between being able to credibly talk about Memphis as a second weekend team uh, and and another eight, nine, 10 seed type of team. Um, I think he is the difference. I mean, he, uh, I don't know if most people realize this, he averaged 17 and eight last year. I mean, his role really kind of exploded. Uh, He went from being a guy that was happy to sacrifice, happy to sort of defer to, you know, he was uh, really, really good. He was, I think he shot 40% from three last year. Um, he is a great college basketball player, like great. And as you mentioned, you know, he's our sort of, he's our Memphis Mormon. He's been in college for a long, long time. Uh, and so that experience you just don't find around the country. It's not easy. So yeah, they need him, man. I mean, and, and if they get him, I don't personally believe like everybody sort of, I've seen the you know national consensus is like, oh, if Memphis gets, they're a top 20-ish team. I don't 
I mean, you, you could speak better to this than I could, but I don't know how you could say there's 15 rosters top to bottom in the country that you would pick above Memphis with DeAndre. I, I, I don't think that there are. Um, I, I think the questions that I have, one, is – uh, like what is Javon Quinterly going to be when he is a full-time point guard at a program, right? Like we've seen him kind of share that role for the last couple of years at Alabama. And he was really good at times. And there were times when you were kind of like, Jakey, what are you doing? What's happening here? Right. So giving him the the, the keys and letting him run that program after Kendrick yeah. Davis did what he did last year. Um, I don't know what the answer is. I would bet on him being pretty good. Uh, he's 25 years old. He's been around the block. He is very experienced. Um, he's seen the world, you know, he's, he's, Yep. Uh, the the wild thing, um, it's just crazy that he's still in college because he was one of the biggest names that was involved in the FBI scandal back in the in September of 2017 when that whole thing broke. Remember his recruitment wow. to uh, to Arizona that was you know involved with Buck Wow, I got all those guys involved. So <laughs> that's, he's been yeah, around dude, that's a long for, time. Yeah, he's been around for uh, <laughs> ever. Um, no, but I think getting him. At, giving him like a full-time point guard role is going to be interesting to see how that works out. Uh, I love the addition of Caleb Mills. Like just, he's an absolute bucket getter. I think David Jones is a really effective player to kind of put on the wing. Um, no one's talking enough about Jaquan Walton. I don't think, I know he had yeah. the issue with, uh, with the gun over the summer. Um, and he was uh, involved with four different college basketball programs this off season. Started at Wichita state, Amazing. committed to Alabama, wasn't going to accept get accepted at Alabama, committed to UCF, uh, and then kind of out of the out of nowhere, he committed to Memphis. So I feel like you know, this been deserves around. like a Hall of Fame induction. <laughs> like you're hitting for the like one off season, one off season. Yeah, like that that's was, insane. That's an that's an all time off season for him. But I mean, he's he's a big athletic wing that can really shoot it like a perfect role player. And then again, Jordan Brown, you know, he's he's big, he's old. Um, are there issues with him eligibility wise? Is he going to be Jordan able to Brown. play right away? Yeah, is yeah, he going to be able to play I, day I, one? They, they expect – I mean, they took him on the Dominican Republic trip, um, mm -hmm. and so I think uh, that that's a signal that they don't expect there to be any hiccups. I mean, I, I know there was definitely talk about that. We all heard it, uh, that that he was at least going to – the the scuttle was that he was going to have to set a semester uh, to get his grades right, uh, and that there were some you know credit issues. But sounds like and looks like Memphis is expecting him to be – and they need him, by the way. I, I think, again – you don't have Jordan Brown and he, he wasn't in shape uh, in the Dominican. And, and he, like, you could tell he was really laboring, getting up and down the floor. But if you don't have him, I don't, I don't think pe most people realize the non-conference schedule that Memphis is playing and they're playing in the battle for Atlantis. They're playing Texas A&M. They're playing Virginia. They're playing Missouri at Missouri. They're playing Clemson. I believe it's, I don't, I don't know exactly where that game starts, but they're playing Clemson. Like they're playing a very difficult schedule in the non-conference. So if they don't have their pieces, everybody, DeAndre, Jordan, et cetera, um, they're not going to get out of that, um, you know, hole basically. And that is, is, is botching an opportunity to finally get out of that dreaded eight, nine slot. I mean, if you, if you do this right and you can find a way, let's just say there's 10 non-conference games, right? If you can find a way, if you're Memphis to go six and four, and then, you know, ideally, I know we're, you know, we're going to talk about FAU, get, uh, you know, win your league, that that's a top four seed. You know, I mean, I, I, I believe with, with, again, with that schedule, if you come out of it, yeah, the it right depends way, on, so. it depends on who they beat, but like, they'll, they'll be in a very good spot, especially right. well, if of course. Yeah. In conference play. Like if you obviously sure. FAU is moving to the American this year, so there's going to be no Houston. Um, but if you can, if you pick off FAU, 
one time and then yeah, you, you win yes. the, yeah you're gonna you have to beat, beat FAU once yeah but they're they're but, in a spot they're in a spot to be able to make a run so let, let me let's let's just for the sake of argument right yeah. let's assume that you have deandre williams let's assume that jordan brown is there the entire season let's assume that you basically have like that 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 six-man core right there javon quinterly caleb mills um david jones uh jaquan walton deandre williams jordan brown you got the um the other kid coming in from uh from ucf you got some good freshmen Jaden hardaway obviously he's back ashton hardaway coming in um what is the your what is a a realistic expectation for that team right there? Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee in the morning guy, but by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one. And man, that could not be more true. It's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of February and the month of March when you are in my business. And AG1 was exactly the supplement that I needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional bases for the day. I've continued that into April. I've continued that into May, and I'm going to continue that the rest of the summer. All I have to do is mix a scoop of AG1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and I'm ready to go. Do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com backslash field68. That's field68, F-I-E-L-D, the number six, the number eight, and you can get yours now. So check it out and help support this show. Thanks. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, I mean, I think that's got to be a second weekend team. I mean, that's got to be the expectation. Um, rosters like the, the combination, uh, as Drake would say, combination of talent, experience coming together in the same year like this, especially with the timing of it, right? How sort of fortunate you were to get all these guys. You didn't have them for the first three months. You got them in, in June, July, August. Um, I, I just think that's going to be hard to repeat every single year. So uh, Penny is going to get players, you know, like that's the one thing I think we have to, that's just a default setting. We know he's going to get players, but can you get, uh, you know, this is two straight years of getting a Kendrick Davis and Javon Quinterly. You know, you know, I, I think Javon Quinterly, 
uh, is sort of the key to it because he's sacrificed in the past. He's gone from being a starter on an SEC champion to coming off the bench, um, you know, after the ACL and and, and doing it, you know, with, with the, I mean, they were still the number one overall seed with him on the bench. So it couldn't have been that bad, right, in terms of chemistry. So he knows what it's like in terms of sacrificing and what it takes to win at the highest level. And some of these guys, I think the 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 challenge is not the assembly of the talent. It's not the, you know, the league anymore, obviously. It's all these guys were probably the leading scorer, leading shot takers at their previous stops, Walton, Brown, Jones, you know, uh, Caleb Mills. Uh, all these guys were, were the leading shot taker. You can't all be the leading shot taker at, on this team. So you have to ratchet that down and can Penny manage, you know, older guys and, and get them to do that. I think he can a lot easier than, for example, trying to play a 17 year old reclassified Imani Bates out of position, you know, um, but that is going to be the challenge. And I think that is what will determine it. That being said, if this team, it's all here, it's all together, everybody plays. If this team doesn't get to the Sweet 16, it is a huge disappointment because it has been 15 years by the time we get to 2024 since Memphis has been there, since Memphis has been to the Sweet 16. Your brand desperately needs it. You know, so all of this is not Penny's fault, but he is the coach now and he is going to be in his sixth year. So it is absolutely time to, you know, break through in that way. Yeah, I, I don't think, and, and we've talked about this on your radio show before, but I don't think he gets anywhere near enough credit for the job that he has done kind of continually growing Memphis and continually growing it in the right direction and getting this program um, back to a place where by the end of the year, they are very, very good. Like I, I think he's done a terrific job with a lot of these specific, uh, the, the specific rosters that he has, right? Like you talk yeah. about the Amadi Bates here, figuring out that, Hey, you know what? This 17 year old kid, this five-star, the superstar. Yep. We're not going to play with him. If, yep. he's, if it's not going to do what we need him to do, get him out of here. We'll go with Jalen Durham. We'll go with some of these older guys. I think that the team in 2021 that didn't make the tournament, that was, to me, the result of uh, weird scheduling, a COVID year, game cancellations, yep. all that kind of stuff, and a couple of yep. uh, buzzer beaters that that did not go your way against Houston at the end of the season. I think if you look at the trajectory of what that 2023 team was this past season, you know, you're a game winner away from beating a Final Four team, right, That's in the right. first round. And That's I think right. everybody had them – winning a second round game, you would have played a 16 seed. You would have been in the sweet 16. It would have happened. Yep. So against, against Tennessee, by the way. Yes. Yes. Which would have been, been uh, epic. Yes. It would have been epic. Um, Brutal. But uh, the, the job that he has done, I think is something that gets underrated and kind of gets lost nationally because they haven't had that big moment. Yet. Exactly. Right. They haven't had the tournament success. It's just, mm -hmm. I mean, and, and ultimately, you know, it's, but it's also, they haven't like won their league because, it's been right. all right. It's the American. You're a little bit off the beaten path right now. You haven't yep. had those big tournament runs. The splashy kids you brought in, you know, Monty Bates was kind of a bust. Didn't work out well for you. And then uh, you go into the, then you, and it's not like they're winning going 19 and one in their conference anymore because right. team was there. So exactly. you, you go, exactly. you go 18 and two in the American this year, then maybe we're having a little bit of a different conversation. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, grade the off season. How, how okay. would you rate what happened this offseason? You completely well, so, rebuilt the roster. That's right. Uh, so we're going to assume DeAndre is eligible. That's all we can do. Mm -hmm. right? We, we think positive at field of 68, glass half full. And this is the grading notebook that we'll be using today. <laughs> Very serious here. So let me turn to the Memphis page. Memphis for its offseason. That's an we're A. We're giving them an A. That's an A. 
I think it's, it's an, an A off season, Rob. I right? yeah, I would I would say probably I would probably go with an A minus just oh, because you're the, you're the plus minus guy. Yeah, I'm a plus minus guy. I, I would go with an <laughs> A minus simply because I think that the getting these guys in late, having questions about eligibility, um, and all Fair. of that stuff where you're you're bringing so many new fit like you need to rebuild. It's not just like you're building a roster. You need to build this and develop this into a team with yep. all of the the contextual stuff that people love to talk about, right? Is I think that's fair. in the locker yeah. room. Are you built together? This, that, that all right. that kind of stuff. Like, do these guys actually like each other? Do they know each other? Do they know how to play together? So the the delayed timeline on it is the only negative that I can see here. But yep. given all of those other circumstances and all of those other factors, he's got a top six that can compete with probably anyone save like six teams in college basketball this year. Exactly. I agree right? totally. Yeah, yep. so I, I don't know how much more you could ask of of Penny beyond like getting this shit figured out before the middle. Of the exactly, that would be that'd be nice, you know. <laughs> it be would nice. be nice, and I know he would like to golf. You know, I know he would like to, you know, be able to focus on things outside of his jobs. So you know, it would behoove him as well to to pick up the pace a little bit in recruiting and save his fans some. Uh, you know, some some. Is, tense is it moments. better for the radio business where you have questions though? Is it better for you? Oh yeah, come on, man. It's better for all of it. It's better for everything. I mean, plus, if you're talking about adding pieces in June and July, well, that takes care of some dog days, doesn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. that like we could do full shows on Javon Quinterly getting added in <laughs> July, man. And we did. So, yes, I actually do prefer the late, the tardiness of his recruiting. It's great for the it's great for the content business. Maybe not good for the stress levels of the That's people right. that are invested in uh, Memphis basketball. Listen, there you have it. It's an A, A minus, whatever you want to call it. Penny Hardaway has done a great job getting Memphis back to where they need to be. And here's the hoping that we're going to see uh, the Tigers in the second weekend, if only to save the sanity of the one and only John Mark. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.